Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fresh Cow Files from Zoetis, a series about dairy life and what makes a dairy successful. We'll chat with producers, veterinarians, and others as we share in-depth conversations on a variety of topics. Healthy cows are the foundation of any successful dairy, and good health begins well before lactation starts. In this episode, we continue speaking with Steve, Annie, and Rocio to discuss the importance of healthy cows and what a little fine-tuning and symptom identification can do for your operation. Plus, we'll get their take on fresh cow management and the transition cow risk assessment they worked on with Zoetis. Before we begin, let's remind everyone of Annie, Stephen, and Rocio's backgrounds. Well, my name is Annie Van Erden of Silver Street Dairies, LLC, and our operation consists of four dairy farms, three in Minnesota, um, which are Green Street, Blue Street, and Silver Street, and one in South Dakota, Warner Dairy. And my position with Silver Street is general manager, working with on-site managers and employees, making sure that everybody has what they need to run these, these dairy farms efficiently and, uh, and have healthy cows on the dairy farm. My name is Rocio Ramirez and I have been with United Dairy since 2008. Uh, my position at United Dairies is working on the area of human resources and safety. And it's something that I really enjoy doing Hi, I'm Stephen Landwehr from United Dairies. Uh, United Dairies is located in central Minnesota. I currently am the general manager slash managing partner for the entire operation. So basically uh, I cover hiring managers, training them, working with the herdsmen and each one of the operations, the feeding staff, help with procuring all the feed for all the operations. We talked in our last episode about trainings and your approach to antibiotic stewardship. Now, I'd like to dig a little bit deeper into your approach to fresh cows and how trainings have helped you make changes, particularly in relation to employees. The big change is just working with the people, having them be a part of it, constantly being very transparent about why we're going through it. You know, when the individuals are there doing the trainings, allowing them to ask any question, as many questions they need. and and try to make sure they understand everything about their job as much as they can, you know, and we, we just keep building on from there. Communication is a big thing, you know, not just telling people this is how we want it done or you need to follow the protocol, but explaining to them why we do it the way we do or why it's important to do it that way and teaching them. I think that's the biggest thing, not just telling them, but explaining to them why. And always, I think the biggest um, thing for us is animal welfare and safety. Absolutely, Rocio. And Stephen, when did you start to see a shift in management in your fresh pen? When we started focus on how do we reduce the amount of antibiotics we're using on this operation? You know, when we, we started focusing on that and the, and the things that surround that, you know, it also changed the way we look at things. You know, it's try a little bit here, try a little bit there, find what we can do to make things better, reduce the treatment, reduces the financial impact. You know, it, it can improve their production later in lactation. You know, that animal's probably gonna stay around for another lactation. 
All right, let's dig into what actions you took at that point and the fresh cow assessment you did with Soetis. Where did you start when you began focusing on reducing Metritis cases? We saw that our uh, Metritis cases were above industry average or, or higher than we wanted to, greater than 15% of the fresh cows coming in. And not that, that we thought it was normal, but it, we, we wanted to do better. And I guess the first step that we took was is getting someone else in to, to evaluate who we're treating and who we're not treating. We got Paula and uh, Matt out to do fresh cow check side by side with the employees, checking on how the fresh cows are looking and just kind of standing back a bit and letting the employees do what they do. That's the best way for them to know what the employees are doing, um, not interfering too much. And then, and then looking on our dairy comp records um, to see how many we truly are freshening in, how many are coming in with metritis, whether they had a hard pull or whether they had twins um, or whether they had just an easy calf. So after all that was said and done, we got together in a meeting setting with Silver Street Dairies herdsmen, managers, along with United Dairies herdsmen and managers. And uh, we sat down and, and talked about what is the cost of all of these diseases and what is the, what is the effect of all these diseases on, on animal milk production for that lactation or any repro effects that might happen to that cow once she reaches um, the breeding stage. And I think really breaking it down and showing us and showing my employees what it is costing us each month and each year um, helped us to want to do better with our diagnosing of metritis. We want to help every cow and treat every cow that needs it. But if she doesn't need it, then let her do what her body is capable of doing. And that is, is uh, solve the infection on her own. Talk a little bit about the training from Zoetis. What have you learned that's really helped you here? One thing that really helped my employees is breaking down all of the symptoms of metritis we kind of broke it down as in, okay, of course you have the foul smell um, and the, the bad discharge. That's going to be natural after a cow gives birth, but does she also have poor appetite or is she at the bunk eating? If she's at the bunk eating, has a little bit of that foul smell, maybe put a red mark on her thigh and check her again tomorrow. And if she is declining, then yes, it's probably time to, to give her that antibiotic treatment. If not, then, then let, her, let her keep going, um, checking to make sure they have a temperature or sunken in eyes. Just kind of laying out all the symptoms and kind of helping us be like, okay, if she has two or more symptoms, then yes, let's give her that antibiotic treatment um, along with fluid therapy to help her get that appetite going or, oh, she's got one symptom. Let's give her just a fluid therapy to get, get her appetite going and get her eating at the bunk and check her again tomorrow. Did you see a noticeable difference in the pen from before and after assessing your fresh cow approach? And how did the trainings help you phase in this new approach? You know, getting through, you have to spend way more time on that animal just looking at all the small details of her and focus on everything and make a quick decision on her. 
and do you really want to wait one more day or not? You know, that's always the hard, hard decision for them individuals. And, and it takes a lot of, uh, you know, our third party individuals that come around and help us do our audits. You know, if it's a Zoetis team, sometimes it's our nutritionists that are come through, come through and, you know, they're trying to evaluate the nutrition on those pens too, as well, to make sure there isn't nutrition issues. And what kind of results and changes did you see over time? So we started seeing it in the fresh cattle period, basically seeing, you know, more treatments than we wanted to see. So then we started making more investments in the dry cow, basically making sure we can cool them the way we're basically shifting them from one diet to the next as they're coming close up before they freshen. We really spent a lot of time just looking at that. And then do we have the proper space? So once we got through all the, all those phases, it's okay. What are the records showing us? When are we seeing this? Why are we seeing this at this time or that time? Or, or what are the correlations that are happening as, as much as we can? And then is there a trend that's going one way or another? And, and we have to decide, is that trend, is it training? Is it, is it the way the individuals are looking at the cows or is, or is there an issue really happening on the dairy that that's underlying that we aren't seeing. And Rocio, you've been big on training for a long time, but have the interactions that occurred during those trainings changed your approach in any way? So I really appreciate the help that I, that we get from Soetis, you know, just having that person share that knowledge that they have with the rest of us, with all the employees, that makes a big difference. And we've, we have seen results. For example, um, I was talking to one of the managers yesterday and he was uh, remembering about how we used to be more aggressive when treating animals, treating um, cows with metritis. So then Paula was out here. She did a training with us and she said, you know, you guys don't need to be as aggressive, you know, just give her a little more time and she will, you know, just keep a close eye on her. And did you see a difference? we saw the difference right away. Uh, We've noticed that employees are getting better at deciding what cows to treat, what cows not to treat, and whether it's better if we treat them or we should just sell them. And that goes into animal welfare as well. You know, instead of making that animal wait a few more days and see if she's gonna do well when we treat her or not, just uh, selling her instead. And just, things like that, that do make a difference that we see that we have improved on thanks to all the trainings that we've had. One thing that I'd like to add, and I think Rocio, you did a really good job here that, that employees, they get excited when the Zoetis people is at our farm because it's somebody new. It's somebody who has a different take on things. It's somebody else coming in and telling them like, yeah, this is going really well here, or no, this isn't going so well here, but here's how we can fix it. And Steven? As we started dialing back and and spending more time looking at the cow versus making quicker decisions, just giving her more time, you know, it it might've took a little bit more labor for everybody, but in the long term, you know, we're treating less, you know, letting the animals take care of themselves and and just need to spend more time on the valuation side. And Stephen, it sounds like you've been doing it long enough to see some of those long-term impacts. You know, h- how much of that would you attribute to the assessment? 
So I'd say it's having those assessments and having them being very aggressive on communicating, you know, the negative impacts of, you know, what, of what we were doing and being able to keep pointing that out as what's our limiting factor to the, to the growth of our dairy or, or, or the profitability or improving the animal care. Sometimes it takes a few times to keep going through that to finally realize, yes, this is very impactful. It, it takes a lot. I mean, and, and, and that tool is, is very important to make that decision and tell you where you're at. And then it's going to consistently keep telling you where you're at. And if you haven't made changes, you're not going to see the changes that you want. You need to commit to those changes to see the impacts and improve those results. All right. So what's next for the future of your operation? Tell us a little bit about the challenges you're wrestling with to reach that next milestone. Annie, let's start with you. One thing that is just focusing on our culling strategies, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. We have a great handle on on our heifers coming up um we also we grow our heifers down in kansas at um our feed yard down there uh, my brother is managing that and that's where steven sends his uh young stock as well but because of all of this streamlining that we're able to do and these great younger animals that are coming through the system just really fine-tuning our culling strategies using genomics to our advantage and uh and focusing on those areas in the coming year, year and a half. Our goals or my goals for the future is just, um, you know, to keep working with employees so that they'll want to stay with us longer. They're happy working for United Dairies. They're going to stay longer and that benefits all of us. Uh, you know, the cows, the dairy, everything. So that's, that's, that's our goal. So there's the smaller things is uh, Silver Streak. So we do have some small changes that we're needing to do at the fresh cow site and dry cow site. And uh, how do we make changes to the lactation of our animals, the way the pen utilization, things like those to, to help better benefit the animals, benefit the employees on the way they have to handle the animals. Is there better ways or different ways or different areas that we should be working on? So I think it's just, making small improvements there and see where those results can take us. Wow. Yeah. That's a big commitment, but the differences are worth it. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for sharing your experiences and changes on this episode of the fresh cow files from Zoetis. Did you catch our last episode on the importance of antibiotic stewardship and the training that goes with it? If not, we recommend giving it a listen. Until next time, I'm Tim Hamrich, and this has been the Fresh Cow Files from Zoetis.